of those worlds in between. I am ended the doll doing this week's interview. Uh, this week's taking it to the streets interview for WWOZ, and today we have none other than Dr. Marquis Phillips of YMO. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm excited to be here. Right, this is your first time being on um, (laughs) taking it to the streets. How it feel? It feels special. I feel anointed now. I feel (laughs) like I'm I'm official now, right? Yes, you're a big uh, stepper now, for real, for real. Yeah, I done made it. (laughs) <laughs> so for those that's listening, all our diehards and second line uh, fanatics, tell us a little about yourself. Well, uh, Marquis Phillips, Doctor Marquis Phillips, and I was born and raised in Uptown New Orleans, Central City, uh, particularly the CJP Housing Development, known as the Magnolia Project. Uh, music was my passion. Uh, I played music since the third grade. Went to Carter G. Woodson, John McDonald, and, and uh, Southern University in Baton Rouge, where I'm watching a band of being a part of the Human Jukebox. And uh, I love music and the culture of New Orleans. I was raised in it. My mother exposed it to me uh, when I was very, very young. Uh, so for me, it never really left. It's all in my DNA. And uh, now I'm here, a part of the culture as an adult. I I have a new affinity for it. I love it even more. So for me, I give back to the community, work with young men throughout the community. I have a, a nonprofit organization. I also work with the young people um, that's a part of the Young Men Olympian. And I'm also a di- executive director of General Ronda Russell Honoré's uh, Black Male Initiative at Southern University of New Orleans. Oh, that is Freaking beautiful. Like, I've never heard of an introduction like that ever. Like, that's big. That is really, really big. So uh, tell us um, more about your nonprofit. Okay. So uh, Brighton Futures is a nonprofit I created to do just that. Uh, Brighton Futures are young people from the New Orleans community. Uh, I know one of the things that helped me out was exposure uh, when I believe that when young people are exposed to positive environments and positive things, they have a better chance of succeeding in life, enhancing their future. So that's why I get the name from Brightening Futures. And all I wanted to do was expose young people to maybe colleges or careers or different parts of life, uh, even small things by cuisine, uh, and just expose them to any opportunity that I had uh, resources to give to them to open their eyes to something other than what's inside the community. Oh, wow. That is awesome. And I know for uh, an adult like me, um, expanding your horizons is definitely important, whether it's being in the culture or finding different things to experience especially in our, you know, in our neighborhood. I think that is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So tell us about your personal history with YMO. What made you be like, okay, out of all these second-line clubs, this is what I want, this is who I want to be with, this is the crew that I'm like, you know, what made YMO stand out to you? Right. Okay. So that's a, a great question. 
I had multiple influences. One, again, everything starts with my mom, and uh, that was one of her favorite uh, organizations was Young Young Men Olympians. And I looked at I looked at them as a group of men who was mature and on a level of handling business and in a community who had a footprint in the community. And some of the guys that I looked up to that was already in the, in the organization were members there, Mr. Kevin Johnson, uh, way back Mr. Mason. Uh, he's retired now, but those were legends. Uh, Mr. Sam, Sam Solomon. Uh, and, uh, those guys were the ones that kind of exposed me to it, um, to a young men Olympian on the inside of it. I used to have small conversations with them, and they kind of taught me a little bit more about the inside aspect. And from that, it kind of sparked my interest. I started to watch it closer and closer. And over the time, uh, when my time came, you know, when I had the money, I was able to start the journey. And, and uh, those guys really helped me along the way. So, actually, this year is my fifth-year anniversary of, of joining YMO. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That is, that's awesome. So, for those that really – or thinking just like you, hey, I want to be in this organization. Um, what does it take to be a YMO member? What uh, qualities and what attributes does a person have to possess to become uh, a new member of YMO? Great question. Uh, I think you have to, one, to be community-orientated because we do a lot of stuff in the community. Uh, we look for men or from all walks of life that can be a positive that can add value to the organization. Uh, this year we will be celebrating 139 years. Mm. And, uh, and for us to get to that point, you know, we have to have some real phenomenal men in the organization to keep us going. And as you, we meet young men throughout the uh, city and state, right, they ask that question. And we simply tell them, uh, get to know a brother, uh, mm. have a conversation with them, and we'll give you an application. And at that time, we have an interview process. Um, we go over the interviews and talk to the individual and see what his character traits are, right? Uh, what is some of the, his, 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 his strengths and weaknesses? Um, and we see if he is a good fit for the organization. We are always open to bringing on good brothers, uh, like-minded men uh, that provide resources to the organization and the community we love family-oriented men, uh, men of, of church, we we uh, actually believe in, you know, Jesus Christ. We worship. We have worship services as well. Most of our members are members of different churches, holding positions in the churches, deacons, ushers, uh, pastors. Um, so we, we, we have a whole gambit of uh, men in the organization that holds very positions, various positions around the city of New Orleans. And to be a part of that, we ask that, you know, the men that come in to be open-minded and being too willing to serve the community. Okay. Well, yeah, honestly, uh, YMO does have a huge caliber of men that are city leaders and a lot, a lot of business people. So, yeah, if you are definitely – in that like-minded state, I think any any 
grown man, I would say, should be a part of Wyoming. Yeah, thank you for that recommendation. Yep. So you are a doctor. You do so much in the community. How do you practice self-care? Because self-care is very important. Very, very important. Uh, therapeutically, uh, music, right? Um, I listen to brass band music. I work out in the morning, like 6 in the morning. Uh, to be honest, I listen from traditional uh I listen to old Rebirth. Right now, this is a TBC. Uh, TBC is our band, and I really like rolling with them. And that gives me upbeat. I enjoy my downtime uh, early in the morning uh, when I'm doing my five-mile walk, preparing, you know, for my day. And uh, actually, you know, I'm a praying guy as well. So my mind is always renewed every morning because I pray before I get my day started as well. Okay, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. So what other um, music that you listening to while on your final mile walk? If there was like a top ten playlist or a top five playlist, what would be on your um, on your playlist? Yeah, and it's and it's 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 uh it's a cool playlist. Actually, it varies up and down. So I would listen to some TBC brass band. I would listen to Yolanda Adams, Open My Heart. I would listen to um, some Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, so I would also. You got to get your little trap on. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Exactly. You know, you got to have some of that to get the adrenaline running, you know. Uh, I would listen to some Soldier Slim as well, right? And then I will probably bring it back to some Anita Baker to wind down. Okay, so that's your cool down session. Yeah, that's my cool down. All right. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I know for me, um, my my playlist would be um actually on rebirth, I would say, um what I've been listening to lately. I've been listening to the new um Diddy album. So okay, yeah. Heavy rotation. Um, also, the truth on SoundCloud, they playlist is phenomenal. So if you into that, yeah, the truth be rolling on SoundCloud. Yeah, I, I like the truth. I ain't gonna lie. I know Travis, the bass drummer, and uh, the snare drummer with the truth, man. Them, them two dudes right there really stand out to me. You know, they really do stand out. So what can we expect this year from YMO? Well, to start off, um, you know, we we the biggest, right? We we yeah. got six bands, six divisions. We giving you versatility, we giving you traditional old school, we giving you uh our kids YMO defense, so we giving you youth. Uh I'll be excited to see the young kids out there. Five-year-old kids, you know, they enjoying themselves. Their mamas and daddies out there supporting them, and then you get to the the, the big steppers, and they got their good clothes on. And this year, uh, uh, the Untouchables, the fourth division, was, was my division. We will be celebrating 30 years of the Untouchables, so I'm uh-huh. excited about that. And then right behind us, we got the Furious Five. 
fifth division, uh, those guys with the big energy, right? And I'm excited that you're going to get that real gumbo of uh, second line all at one time. We're going to give you all flavor. If you want to, you know, a different type of music, if you want a slow crowd, a medium crowd, a up-tempo crowd, you could go by any division that you want to to get that real playlist of music on one day in one parade. And I think that's a unique thing that uh, YMO is able to give the crowd and the culture that uh, any other organization would be able to do. Yes. Uh, I strongly agree. Like, I've been <laughs> I've been so second last, I would say since 2004. And to and also to really, like, watch the evolution of it. YMO is to me not to step on nobody's toes, but look like <laughs> YMO yeah. is the season opener. Everybody yeah. comes from out of town, especially after Katrina comes out of town, be like, hey, um, I got to go to YMO. If I don't go to YMO, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny they say that, like, even some of our members are out of town is coming in coming in town for this parade, man. And they coming from uh Houston. A lot of them come from Houston, Dallas, Atlanta. Uh, I got family members coming from Texas as well. Uh we got some people coming even from Washington D C uh from New Orleans who moved up to Washington D C that's coming down for the parade as well. Oh wow. So in and that um aspect how does it feel to bring all these people to this one city to see the YMO right it's a big risk for me I take it personal because people they could be anywhere in the world but they choose to celebrate and be with us on that Sunday our day and for me it's all about showmanship I I'm watching the band my whole life and uh that's one of the things we pride ourselves on uh, in music and the marching band that we come prepared, we give the crowd what they're looking for, and we try to excite the crowd as much as possible and just give them a show and give them the best that we have so we can make it memorable for them. You know, we know that people took a long drive from Texas to come here, so we got to give it to them. We got to give them every, we got, everything we got. And it's, it's good because on that day you get East Division to give you their best. And that only makes the whole organization look good. And the synergy and the energy around the parade is just off the chain. Yes, definitely. So mm-hmm. if you can, mm-hmm. what colors for Sunday? Huh? I know uh, uh, what are y'all colors for Sunday? I know there's what? six different divisions. Yeah. What y'all colors? If you if what? you can and you would like to share. It's, it's okay. Uh, so a lot of people know that uh, our traditional colors is burgundy and white for the Untouchables, and uh, that's every five years. So this year we come in in burgundy and white. I hope you guys love the combination and the design of everything. Uh, we really put uh, our heart into it. Uh, we 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 want to do our best and give you guys our best, man. Every uh, suits are custom made suits and. We really we really went in, you know. We try to get the best of the best, and we try to design the best we could. And it's hard, right? Because 
You know, we've been doing this for 139 years. Some of our leadership, they've been doing it for 40, 50 years, and they have pretty much have done everything you could do. So what we try to do, we try to honor the past while embracing the future. Um, and this year we're going to be honoring uh, Carl Stewart. He was our man, our member, our heart and soul of the Untouchables division. We lost him um, this year, and uh, we want to we want really celebrate for him. And uh, when we lost him last year, last fall, and uh, we just this year is going to be dedicated to Carl Stewart. And uh, his favorite word was, "We're going to be off the chain." So we're running with that theme this year. We're going to be off the chain. Oh wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. So, um, is there anything more you would love to express about YMO or the second line culture? And do you have any shout outs? Well, I just want to let everybody know that you know YMO organization is a benevolent association. Uh, some people uh, may think that we are a social and pleasure club. Sometimes we really have to uh, remind people that we are a little bit different, uh, meaning that we have a board, a governing board, and we have a lot of members uh, who follow. We follow different rules. Uh, we follow whole meetings with uh, uh, Robert Rules of Order. So things like that sets us apart. And some of the things that we do, you know, we still uh, mission driven, uh, believing in take care of the community. And we were started by uh, in 1882, 1882, where uh, African Americans at that time could not afford uh, policies and uh, medicines for the for the sickness and, and burial things like that. So the Benevolent Association uh, actually went around the community collect, collecting money to give people uh, proper burial uh, to help pay for medicine and help them with the hospital bills. So we are still driven on that mission. We're still doing that. Um, so those type of things that we really treasure and respect and honor, um, just the our fabric runs so deep. Um, just the note that some organizations uh, were birthed from members of the honor, from uh, YMO, some members left our organization and we start other organizations that people may be familiar with, like Perfect Gentlemen, Original Folk, The Valley of Silent Men, Revolution, Devastation. Those organizations and clubs were started by members who were originally in YMO. Uh, so we are really uh, appreciative of the culture and the impact that we have in the Second Line community. Uh, even like some of notable people that we had in our organization, like Big Big Chief Monk Boudreau, Big Chief Jam, Big Chief Whitey, Big Chief Robbie, and we just lost Big Chief Tom Landry as well. Uh, those guys were pillars in the community, the Indian community, and in the second-line community. We have Spy Boys, uh, Mr. Stephen Solomon Sr. He was a real big guy in, this, in his time period in the 70s, 80s. Uh, Nathan Gray, Nathaniel Gray, Mr. Nat. Uh, and Juan Boudreau, uh Jawine right now, you see him all over Jazz Fest, uh, traveling, uh, continuing his family legacy of his grandpa, uh, just putting in work, man. And we are just excited that uh, we're able to continue this work. And I'm excited for, for this coming Sunday 
Um, I want everybody to come out and have a great time and let the party begin. Yes, most definitely. And also, besides WWOZ.org, where can we find the route sheet for Sunday? Well, I know for sure you can find it on your page. I think you on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, my page, um, Marquis Phillips underscore, Marquis underscore Phillips on Instagram. And on we have a YMO page on Facebook. The, the route sheet is up there as well. We're going to have it at the local bars uptown at Big Man's on 2nd and Drive. We're going to have route sheets over there. And pretty much any member of the organization will have some flyers as well, some route sheets as well. Okay, okay. So once again, YMO, one of the biggest second lines to, uh, to hit the streets is coming out this Sunday. This is a show you definitely do not want to miss at all. If if you miss it, I, I'm sorry for you. I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Dr. Marquis Phillips, for being on here and talking to us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was an honor to be here, and I'm excited. No problem, and there's definitely much more to come for you. My pleasure. And this one last shout-out, we got to give a shout-out to our president, Mr. Norman Dixon, Jr., make sure everybody's okay, a uh, uh, big advocate for the Second Line community, Vice President Mr. Gip, uh, Walter Gibson, uh, all our members in the YMO family, family, friends, kids, Everybody, supporters, we want to say thank you guys who supported us throughout the year, uh, coming to our dances. We love y'all. We appreciate everything that, that you guys do for us. And Sunday we're going to be paying it forward by putting on a show for you guys. And our grand marshal, the legendary DJ Jubilee, will be controlling the streets. Oh, my goodness. And you know there's always a party. <laughs> With him. Yeah. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right, but this concludes this week's Taking It to the Streets interview for WWOZ. I am Indian Adult. Thank you once again, Dr. Marquis Phillips, for being on here. We about to have us a good time on Sunday. Thank you. Thank you again, Indian. It was an honor to be here. No problem. We'll see you on Sunday. Mm-hmm.